Welcome to the One Pen Podcast. I'm John. And according to the IRS, I am terribly delinquent. And I'm Bryce. We're also joined by... Chris Hollifield from I Am Salt Lake Podcast. And tonight, we'll be making... Keto Quesadillas! Wow, that was dumb. And awesome. This is great. Okay, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to to just have Chris on the podcast tonight. It's super fucking awesome. He's uh, he's way more famous than we are, which if you're not listening to one uh, to the I Am Salt Lake podcast, you done fucked up. <laughs> I like your style there. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be mean to your listeners. Unfortunately, I am. Yeah, I'm just mean. I'm a mean-spirited human being. Bryce will attest to that. It's just great stuff. I yeah. think you guys are nice that you're making Cheeto <laughs> food, though. Because when you reached out to me and you're like, "I want to invite you on the podcast," I'm like, "Well, I'm keto." Yeah. So you're like, "Oh crap! Why did we invite this guy <laughs> no. on the podcast?" No, no, no. It's much this. worse than that. <laughs> It's much worse than it's that. Much worse than that. Where for weeks we were thinking about like, okay, well, well, maybe we'll make. We did uh, Christmas cocktails, right? Yeah. And then we did uh, I, what else? We were doing Irish food for St. Patty's Day, and I was laughing that I was like, oh, we should do some terrible, <laughs> terrible keto recipes. And then you were like, oh, hey, I have dietary restrictions in doing keto, and I'm like, oh, great. And then in my head, I, in my head, in my head, I mean, I text Bryce and I was yeah. like, we can't make fun of his stuff. <laughs> You can, make, all, you can make fun of it. Was all, oh, shit. I mean, there goes all like 40% of the material that I'm going to come up with. No, no, no. I want to hear it all. <laughs> share, share it all. Share it all. Bring it. Bring it. Anyway, no, I'm just excited because it's like, uh, this is a good excuse to do yeah. random stuff and everything. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So so keto takes the form. It was Atkins diet. And then the next thing that came by so, was... Oh, no, no. Which is South- Atkins. No, Atkins was... <laughs> Atkins South Beach. How, the, the problem is, is Atkins and keto are really so different. Really, mm-hmm, big time. Because keto is more high fat versus Atkins is more high protein. Uh, which I, I understood as, as a kid, Atkins was just like some weird guy being like, you should eat a lot of bacon. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? That like, sounds a lot I, like paleo nowadays. I like what he's on to. I like what he's I like what he's on to. But then I, my mother did it as a, ki- as a kid. She was all, um, Atkins is going to save my life. And I'm all... That's a lot of grease, though. That's a lot. <laughs> Maybe this isn't going to be the best thing for you. Maybe your heart may not enjoy what's about to happen for the next little while, but this is great. So, okay, talk to me about you. Talk to me about what happened with keto. Why? Why did I do yeah, keto? Yeah, yeah. So, you... okay. So, a little bit, the quick story. Mm-hmm. I eliminated gluten years ago. Oh, probably nice. about four years ago. I was, uh, I was dealing with some some digestive issues somebody sure. recommended gluten free and it Ch- worked change your life yeah awesome. I, I was like this is great except i can't have bread now and <laughs> pizza and all of this good <laughs> when stuff. It's out, you're just like man there's so many little things that just will not yeah. work yep. anymore yeah. and uh to fast forward a little bit i get married my wife gets pregnant nice. i put on a lot of weight mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sympathy pregnancy. You're and, so sweet. Yeah. And <laughs> during this time, I, I'm listening to a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts. Oh, hell yeah. And he talks a lot about the keto diet. Nice. And then I, I knew a couple other buddies that were doing keto and having great success. I started doing all this research on it. Awesome. And I was like, this is actually a really good way for you to eat because our brains need all that fat to survive. Nice. And we've been kind of told all these years to eat low fat. And that's anyway. We don't sure. need to get into all that. Let's get all into margarine. Any, <laughs> anyway, anyway, I start the keto diet. Well, my wife and I started together nice. uh, January of last year. Awesome. During that time, she she kind of fell off the wagon. I've stuck with it. I've lost about sixty pounds. Damn. Because uh, I was gonna say you're yeah. not fat now. Jeez. Yeah. Well, you still got the little belly, <laughs> but I'm not as strict. Like I don't count all of my macro. I try right. to I try to keep track. Like okay what my carbs are and what my fats are in proteins. I try to track all that sure. and make sure I'm getting enough, but I just feel good. Nice. I just, it sounds like after yeah. a year of doing it, you're, yeah. you're at the point where you can kind of like look at your day, look at what you're eating and be like, eh, I need to add a little more blank or I need it, a little less it, of this. Exactly. You, you've done the work of counting the macros for the long enough time to go like, okay, I'm now unconsciously unskilled, unconsciously, uh, so unconsciously unskilled, consciously unskilled, consciously skilled, uh, unconsciously skilled. So you go from, you have no idea how to do the thing and you could never even attempt to do the thing. When you know you don't know how to do the thing, you can get a little bit better at it. And then you get consciously skilled to the point where like, hey, 
actively trying at this thing. I'm good at it. And then you get to the point of master where you're, I believe that it's the point that I'm trying to make terribly is that you're unconsciously skilled at a point now where you've done keto long enough that you can manage your own macros without having to write it down. You're in a place where you're like, oh, no, no. Yeah, I got this. And that the point of you feeling good is like, oh, I know what will make me continue to feel good. As well, of... I didn't write it down. I, there's an app for your phone. You uh, put it all in sure. and it calculates what are we for you. In... I know. We're... Write <laughs> it down? Are you a caveman or Paper, what? Pencils, are you, are you a savage? <laughs> oh? That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, no, anyway. So, yeah, it's, it's anyway. It's always fun. I enjoy, oh, hell yeah. I enjoy it. The, and I do better with that because then it keeps me away from ice creams and pizzas and nice. and. I haven't, you know, I haven't had that for like over a year, so yeah. I've forgotten what it's like. I haven't right? had that for over four hours. If if I eat that, then I'll remember, and then I'll just want it. I'll just <laughs> give me all the pizza. Damn it, all the things. That's and awesome. So anyway, yeah, but I, I'm I'm honored to be on your podcast. Oh, thanks, I, man. Every time I get an opportunity to come on another show, I. I feel like a million bucks. So oh, you, you guys me. made so, my year. We're so hyped. I'm so excited. Yeah. I reached out to you thinking, I'm like, he's going to laugh. He's going to be 15 episodes. What kind of dumbass? Wait, that's all you have? <laughs> so far. This is 16. This is 17. You guys don't have a million downloads? No, I don't have uh, the... I'm out of here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding with you. Thanks, I'm, man. I'm kidding. We no, made I, uh, yeah. What if we... What, I, I think on Anchor, so we, we, we push everything through Anchor.fm, sure. which is a lot of fun. Uh, we've made a a dollar fifty three in ad sales. Yeah, that paid for that cheese. I know. It paid for tonight's cheese. I saw a tweet today on Facebook that was like, "Am I alone? Avocados taste like wet lump grass." And I'm all okay. So so <laughs> I see I see I see why you would say that, and you're wrong. A little bit of salt, a little bit of olive oil makes an avocado utterly delicious. So I, I had to openly disagree with that person. I feel like I needed to verbally fight them. I just, I mean, I get why you, like everybody's on the avocado train, especially because, you know, us millennials buying avocados and not being able to buy houses. You've got to buy something. <laughs> if, I can, if I can buy a house, I Listen, late stage capitalism is ruined to the point that I can't buy anything. You bet I'm going to buy an avocado my damn dollar avocados and stuff like that but I just was laughing I was like no avocado screw you avocados no. are really delicious so, so are either of you familiar with super tasters have you heard of it why does that sound familiar so it's a real thing so the first thing I have to say is in the, in the age of fake news super tasters are a real thing okay so it's not like super food wait a minute uh, wait what is this okay you're gonna tell us he is he's actually the smart he's the smart one of the both of us I, I, I'm like one I of those. Not smart, educated. Yes, that's good. But you read more than me. Sure, so. it's okay. But then when I'm like, I read this thing online about the thing, and then I can't recall what I was talking about. It doesn't bode well that I uh, yeah. like to call myself smart in any capacity. So please, no, please fill us so, all the way in. So super tasters are something that we bumped into in the '40s. We found out that there's some people who have weird tongues that don't taste certain things. Oh. And other things taste really bizarre to them. Oh, nice. Okay, so, so they're just wrong. I'm a super taster. Oh, what? Oh, so that's why you don't like things. That's why I don't like a lot of things, because it just tastes weird to me. So, Got it. So uh, a hallmark of the super taster is not being able to taste fats. So oh, like, that's why an avocado would taste like wet grass. That's exactly why. Exactly. Huh. Right. See, he's actually. So, this I is the best part about I'm Bryce. Sorry. He's very smart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I've never experienced it. I don't know what to what to regret not experiencing. Oh, so nice. I'm blissfully unaware. Oh, that's like. Oh, this is. doesn't taste like a thing. Who cares? Yeah. That's part of the reason why I don't like certain things. Other things, I am a, just a large child. That's awesome. Just I also didn't know that man. you were a super taster. This is great. I'm gonna put that on your ID card. Sure, yeah, yeah. This is going to yeah. be good. So when we bury you, we'll just put it in. Bryce. So wait, why did a super taster you think would be a better thing? Because that sounds awesome mm-hmm. to be a super right. taster. But, it's, but then the way you describe it sounds miserable. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, I don't know why. Like, like, yeah, you're so, like, I'm so, super bad at this. So the current theories on it. Yeah. One of the main things is not being able to taste fats and, and uh, greasy things. Oh. That it is a... So what do you think of French fries? So I love French fries, but... I don't really care for the greasier French fries. I like like crispier. T- oh, that's why you're fries. a texture boy. That's part of the reason why. He always so. bitches to me about things. That are, this tastes weird in my mouth, but it's text. Text. That's <laughs> yeah. it. That makes the sense. It's all coming together. Oh, you know what? That means you're descended from lizards. So wait. That's wait, it. This is it. Is this something you're born with? Yeah. Yeah. It's just you're weird. You're just weird. Is your mom a super taster? I don't think so. Oh, it's some. It's watch. It's some crazy recessive gene, like it's, yeah, red exactly. hair or so, like, something. My or whatever. Isn't this way. Nice. Like, she'll she'll put whatever garbage. Your fourth grade grandparent cursed Madame Zeroni, So you. <laughs> it wow. probably is a gypsy curse. No, no. What they think it is is 
Can you like take a vitamin to get rid of this? Oh, that's like those glasses. No, that's like the people oh, that can't I've see color, that. and they have like those a, like a pill. Those or UV glasses that make people who can't see color see no. color. I wonder so, if you could no, no, put I've like a tongue this. condom on or something. Yeah, <laughs> we can invent that. Just put it on. No, no, Woo! it sounds terrible. That's exactly what it is. Like you can take a thing that would be like, here's the best way chemically we. Can oh sure, you have like a weird weirdo. You have a pre mouth a pre food mouthwash yeah. that makes yeah. it like. Okay, this will coat your tongue for 30 minutes with the necessary chemical and amino acid you guess, to make your taste buds you do a thing. stuff in, like, elementary school where you'd, like, chew a pill or something and it would, like, show you how bad you brush your teeth? Do you guys remember that? Like, you'd chew on this stuff huh. and it'd get all in your teeth and then you'd Maybe. smile and then, you know, the real gross kid in school would Uh-oh. smile and you'd be like, Ooh. ah! So, like, it would be darker colors. That sounded horrible! You're like, Andrew, yeah. you need to <laughs> like, take a look oh at that. Oh, my goodness, mouthwash, son. The, tonight's keto quesadilla recipe comes from delish.com. They have a lot of good recipes. They do, and then they have a lot of stuff that makes me cringe. Really? Like what? What make what makes you cringe? Um, not a lot, surprisingly. But when they do things like uh, really sweet flavors mixed with really... Uh, what, what's what's I? You're not a sweet and salty guy. I, I am a sweet and salty guy, but I'm not a sweet and weird guy, which is not very descriptive, but it's... Like a sweet, like maybe, maybe a sweet with, like I say, a pickle? Uh, no, 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 no! I'm trying to think of something no, no, weird. No, like, 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 yeah. don't go too strong. Sometimes they, sometimes the flavors get a little that I'm like, this is not, this is a bad idea, and whoever should, whoever thought this huh. recipe up was very high, <laughs> or is a is a sadist, and it was like, we're gonna put this, and people are gonna try this, and they're gonna realize how terrible it was, and I will laugh. So uh, tonight's keto recipe is what? It's 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 really pretty simple. Where you what did you do, Bryce? You made a little what a, a little wheel of cheese. Ba- basically, a little it looks like a, like a big patty. Like yeah, a, like a hamburger <laughs> pancake. No, 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 like a pancake, like the size of a pancake. A pancake uh, of of cheese on a piece of parchment piece of parchment paper on a what baking sheet. And now we're, I've never had keto quesadillas. I'm excited. My, I make I make like I make uh, like these Parmesan crisps. Oh, okay. Similar idea. Oh. Uh, well, my wife makes them. I should clarify that because she'll probably listen <laughs> She's to gonna this. She's going to listen and be like, and she'll be like I make those all the time for you, Chris. Hold on, fake news. Yeah, yeah, sorry, guys. She's also going to be like, you uh, shouldn't go back on that podcast. <laughs> no, she, she loves it. Anyway, so yeah, it's a similar concept, I think. And then you bake it, get it hard, and then put it uh, put put whatever you probably really want. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever you want on the cake. I'm excited. Really, you can I'm put... It looks like you got what do you got over there? Some rotisserie chicken. Yeah, we got a little rotisserie chicken because we're a little too lazy to like defrost chicken breasts and cook them up and do the things. The ASMR of the videos gets really annoying. This was put in the oven at three fifteen. They they labeled it. I don't know if you know that. Yay! We we got yeah. Thanks. I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give credence to the grocery store that I I purchased it from. So I feel bad. He's over there doing all that. Is this how you do? No, this is so. If uh, how did you luck out to get this job and he had to get that job? I do all the I do everything else. I edit the podcast. I do the website. I do all the interest, the Pinterest, and the things and the stuff. And yeah, I I would rather have his job. He has the yeah. He has the day job. I have the barbershop and everything. But really, this is like he does the work of of. Cooking and purchasing the ingredients, and we kind of trade labor of like, okay, okay. Uh, all right. This is, if it's very expensive recipe, sometimes when we do uh, like we've done crockpot stuff before, like we'll do this roast or pulled pork or things. Um, we'll How does that the work? The though, because then you gotta let it sit all day. Well, and that's and so we, have to remember. we <laughs> yeah, with that's a I I set I do the work of doing that. So you got the invite right yeah, on the yeah, yeah, calendar. Yeah. I set that um, a month in advance. Okay. Uh, of like, okay, these are all the recipes for March. These are all the recipes for February, etc. And normally, when it happens, especially if it's like a long term recipe, like a uh, like a crock pot, like a crock pot style recipe, I'll let him know the day before of like, okay, hey, you know, do this. Or his wife is actually super great about getting ingredients as well, and she'll like, oh, do I need to put this in at this time? What time can we be expecting you? And we'll we'll figure it out. So. We're making the shift to recording on Saturday nights, okay. and it's going to be a little bit different, but it's really the same concept of most of the time, he knows they know what recipe's coming up, so they're preparing Saturday, or and oftentimes they'll just do Sunday morning shopping and stuff like that. But with majority with recipes like this, and I try to stick to stuff like this because it ends up being the simplest to just cook on, uh, like, I was going to say cook on camera, but it's easy, it's, cooking over in, in audio surprisingly sucks because you get a lot I mean frying bacon 
you realize like, oh, it's audio murder. It's horrible to try to edit out that you can't have an audio gate where it's like, oh, we'll be able to talk and cut out the bacon sound and everything. And especially with because it, where it's when it's just the two of us, we record right here in the corner. You saw the whole setup with the yeah, board yeah, and yeah. the weights and the computer and things. I'll just stand right there in the corner. So while he's cooking, all he has to do is lean over. We the first couple of episodes were that way. He'd be yelling over here, and he would just. Hey, hi. This is great. This, here's a funny joke that I'm about to Aren't tell. Aren't you worried about getting, like, food and grease on your uh, laptop, though? Yeah, yes, and so so no, good. but so far so good. Okay, well, we won't talk about that. <laughs> Have you... Okay, so here's a question and a request. Sure. So, we got one of those instant pots for oh. Christmas. And, and, he is the instant pot okay, master. Yes. And I, we... We don't make a ton of stuff yet mm-hmm. in it. I mean, I make a lot of hard-boiled eggs in it because it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're great. I was just wonder if you've done any instant. No, not yet. Like, and I think I it's on the... those recipes yet. Nothing yeah, yet. They're, they seem like they just got hot. Like, yes. like, like popular. Yes. Why? I wonder how popular... Okay, so Bryce used to work for an Amazon shipping company kind yes. of a thing. Like a fulfillment, yeah. like... Yeah, 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 yeah. A seller on Amazon. I kind of think... If the instant pot wasn't something that organically happened, I I feel I'm the conspiracy theorist of the two of us, yeah. and I kind of think that Amazon, kinda a bunch of it, sellers, a bunch it. of sellers found this one thing, and then Amazon was like, "We're gonna just we're gonna start putting it everywhere." And uh, I'm of the mindset that the demand for one pot and hot pot recipes and stuff like that were all manufactured because. Totally. There's places like uh, Tasty.com where we get a fair amount of our other recipes is owned by BuzzFeed, and BuzzFeed okay. is owned by so-and-so, and there's a lot of things where like, oh, this will suddenly get popular, this will be super viral and fun, and then one pot, like, I remember seeing a BuzzFeed quiz about easiest one one pot recipes or something, hot pot recipes. What the heck is that thing called? Instant pot. Instant pot. Lord in heaven, I can't think of the right word. Uh like some kind of quiz or something about Instant Pot recipes. And I remember that going viral and a bunch of my friends being like, wow, Instant Pots are really great. Well, they're, and then they're suddenly great. seeing, they really are. And then suddenly seeing, but is what you're seeing organic or is what you're seeing being pushed on you? And I kind of feel that this Probably. is one of those Probably. moments where... Hey, I don't care. They're great. <laughs> they're, they're great. I know. I'm excited. He got... What, you gave us one for Christmas? You walked... When he quit his job, they gave him a bunch of like, hey, here's your, here's your severance. <laughs> Should they want them back, they can have them Absolutely, back. that's what I thought. But they haven't asked for them back, so... No, no. I, we'll leave it there. But exactly. Yeah. No, they're great, though, because you can cook, like, really good food, like, really fast. Baked yeah. potato in, like, 20 minutes. No kidding. Damn. Uh, you could, you know, of course, you could do it with rice. You could cook rice in, like, mm-hmm. 12 minutes. That's great. You can just get instant rice in 12 minutes. But Damn. really, the baked potato in, like, 20 minutes. It's very life-changing. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Why well, do you baked potatoes? 12 now? minutes of rice, though. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> my, my, like, well, my wife and daughter do, though. Sure. Oh, nice. So, sure. So. Yeah. We, should do a, we should do an Instant Pot thing. I think it'd be really fun. Sure. I'll Super bring mine. I think we still have... I'm pretty sure we still have it. I like. I just put it somewhere. You we'll re-gifted two, it. <laughs> if I did, I re-gifted it to my parents. I was like, and this is yours I now. Thank you. This. I just... I know my mom, and she's very... Into all that. She loves kitchen gadgets and doesn't use 90% of them, so I know I could pawn it off on her by being like, hey, look at this. Wow, are you using that? Nope. But do you want to use it? It's great. Uh, we burn it? Oh, no, it looks so good. Oh, okay, so Bryce is pulling oh, it out of the here, oven right now. Here, hold on. We, I feel like I need a picture of this. Oh, stuff. man. Uh, it's cheesy. I don't know if you can hear the sizzle, but... Ooh, doggy. <laughs> It's like a disgusting so cheesy a, pancake. It's like a disgusting. <laughs> it looks like a cheesy pancake. It's one hundred percent is a cheesy pancake. So here's what we do now: we then layer the we ingredients. To whatever gods. <laughs> well, how? What, what? You think it might not taste good? It's no. just cheese. I mean, how bad can it be? So no, we take. We have to layer on the ingredients I heard it. and stuff. That's how I knew it was done. I heard it. <laughs> anyway. Wait, are you rubbing it? I'm trying to get some of the grease off. Turn the grease off. Leave that grease on there. That's the best part, man. That's the. I love that the grease is yellow. That's my favorite. Oh, this is so fun. Okay, so what we got to do now is shred the chicken. Hey, do you want to saute all the stuff? Yeah, I can do that. And do that. Oh, it comes off. See, that's it's the. It's gonna work. <laughs> Wait, wait, it's not coming no, off. No, it is. That's the thing. Well, it's... you said it was. I know. I believe what... you. 
we have been lied to before. Oh yes, this is great. Don't want to break it. Oh, this is gonna be super good and awesome. All right, here, here. What we need to do is we need to. This is the amazing thing about the keto diet is is the food is all good. I mean, cheese, meat. Come on, bacon. The, the science behind it, I love because yeah. it's a fantastic, like, cheat code. So what, what people say is, you know, the reason why we're all dying while we're all, you know, gaining a whole bunch of weight and stuff is because we have caveman genes that are, we need to store as much fat as possible mm-hmm. when we do our thing. But that's just not viable. We're okay now. We're okay now. Yeah, we can so. We can get food pretty easy. It's not, not the hardest thing. Well, it's also, I mean, it's frustrating when Kellogg's puts, like, 40 grams of sugar in your sure. thing and you're like, cool, no wonder I feel like shit sure. all the time. I'm having 100 grams of sugar a day right. in foods that I'm like... This is supposed to be yogurt. Why but, does it have sugar? But this is hijacking a process in our body uh-huh. and saying, "Fine, fine. If you're not going to get with the times, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna use a cheat code <laughs> and we're gonna take advantage of this one system and we're still gonna eat delicious food. Dang it!" Yes. The, okay. The look on my face, the look that you're giving me—that's like you're about to say something, John. I've just been waiting to make the Konami cheat code joke for like oh. eleven minutes now. <laughs> you were gonna say cheat code, and I was gonna go up, up. Down, down, left, right, oh, left, right. Oh, the old contra cheat. Yeah. Yes. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. A, B, B, A, start, or Dude, A, B, yeah. A, B, yeah. start, or something. So what do we, okay. Oh, he's cutting onions now. He's going to be no, crying he's, like a he's little gonna baby. he's going to cut his hand. That's what he's going to do because he's going to lose it for a second. So here's what I think is going to happen. We're going to pause for a moment okay. while we cut some onions and saute some stuff. What's up? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll cut the onion. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll weep over the, you know, the tears of my enemies. I guess. Okay, so ah, uh, the quesadilla. We pulled it out. We did the thing. We seared the stuff. We we put the goodies in. Put Wait, are goodies. we talking about the quesadilla? Yeah, that no. you pulled out. Or, <laughs> you seared it. You pulled it out. Yeah, we. Oh, okay. we 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 yeah. uh, whatever we what uh, sautéed the. Treated the veggies. Yeah, and... sure. We beat them up and fried them. Yes. And then uh, what? What did you do? You put a little more cheese in the in because the cheesadilla. In the cheesadilla. In the cheesadilla, and then we're it's back in the oven for about three more minutes. So this is this is great. So I have a question for okay. you too. Yes, sir. I always start. Well, not always, but I like to start my podcast episodes asking, "What did your childhood smell like?" Smell That's like? Right. Okay. That's an what, interesting. What I thought yours? you were going to be like, we start with a prayer. And I'm like, <laughs> well, we do a that little too. too late. We do that too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I regret. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's all going to rot in my stomach now. Right, right. Uh, okay, smell like. Oh, that is an interesting question. It's it's interesting. I like to start this off because it makes people think and it kind of tells what kind of person you're about to talk to and oh. who you're about to interview because, nice. and I, gosh, now my mind is blank because there, there's actually a theory behind it, like telling if they're analytical or fun or oh, gotcha. and, and with what their response is like. Okay, that's funny. I heard that same... Okay, while I think about what my childhood smells like, I heard the same thing about uh, a similar theory that... Uh, or, or a similar kind of... Person. Like, uh, like, like just a, something yeah. with it like, uh, if, if this happens, then you might be this kind of person. Yeah. And I, uh, so I, my wife and I just had our son. He's four months old. Oh, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. He's super He has awesome. a face. He looks like a person I, now. I, I know. I, I have a little da- daughter. She's about a year and a half. Oh, hey. So I've just kind of gotten over that sleepless nights nice. and crying. Anyway. So Dash is four months old, and um, I recently read something... In I, I belong to academia.edu for some idiotic reason. And I have I pay the whatever ten bucks a month to read academic papers occasionally. And I read this whole paper about introverts versus extroverts, and there was uh, all distilled information down. Um, one of the key points that I pulled from it was is that babies, scientists believe that they can tell introversion and extroversion in babies because of how they react to sound. So the really simple thing is is if a baby turns toward a loud sound or turns away from sound, um, with like a 70 80% accuracy rate, they can tell whether or not the child will be introverted or extroverted. Extroverted if they turn towards the loud sound, introverted if they turn away from the loud sound. So I've been testing this theory the whole week. Sorry, Dash, I apologize. I love you. When you listen to this in 25 years and you go, my father scarred me for life, you'll know why, because I made scary noises so, and stuff. Say, and he's yelling at your baby. <laughs> <laughs> introvert and extrovert is something you're born with? You don't think that's something that's developed? I that's, you... That was the biggest point about the whole paper was is that they were trying to feel, they were trying to define 
whether or not that that was something that you were born with. Not necessarily that it, that it is a nature, not nurture aspect of, of your personality that you kind of come pre-programmed with how you respond to that. And so they, huh. the experiment was, you know, loud sounds with babies. And then they followed up a year later, five years later, 15 years later. And those people then took basic surveys about whether or not they felt they were or were not introverted or extroverted, that kind of thing. And with surprising accuracy, they were able, the scientists were able to predict how they reacted to sounds, loud sounds turning towards or turning away from, they were able to predict whether or not they were uh, introverted or extroverted with a surprising rate of accuracy, eight, eight out of 10 or something like that. Uh, it was it was pretty surprising. So yes, this whole week I've been like, gosh, <laughs> from the from the edge of the room, we're making noises yeah. or doing things, and he kind of like. Ugh, and so, ugh. do you think he's going to be an introvert? I kind of think he's going to be an extrovert, only because he's so right now he's like crazy loud, talking, grabbing onto yeah. things, smiling at everybody, seeing people, and I'm like, hey, I think I got a little. Now I'm also quite a loud mouth and my wife is a public school teacher and she loves to sing and perform on stage and everything so the odds are high that i'm like oh we would totally have an extroverted baby huh <laughs> that reminds me of a of a and i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head it's this documentary they had at sundance of triplets mm. that got separated at birth oh to do studies on them and then they they uh they found each other as adults Interesting. And they, one of them went to to a college or university, and everybody's like, "Oh, you look like so and so." And it was his <laughs> freakish twi- twin brother. You were right. And he never knew that he had a twin brother. But the oh. best part about it. So then there's this article in a newspaper, mm-hmm. and this other guy's like. Sees the newspaper articles like, uh, I look just like these what two a- guys. <laughs> like, how weird would that what be? What a mind, oh my and God. And so, no, they were doing studies on it because they placed them, this orphanage placed them in three different homes weird. with economic, uh, oh, like, rich sure. and poor and, like, middle class. Gotcha. To see if, how different the kids would be. What a horribly unethical and, experiment. Yeah, but right? at the same time, so oh messed up. Like how so messed up, but so much your, information. Your age, because they were they were about our age. Oh, sure, thirty year old dudes to suddenly and, find each other. You're... And they're like, uh, how weird would that be to find out you're a triplet? <laughs> I mean, so so the one guy finding a twin, weird. Weird. Yeah. Weird. But the other third. No, guy the be triplet like, finding the twins yeah, would be like, like Whoa, hold on. I got two I, more dudes who look just like, like that. Me. Would have been a oh, oh my god. This can't be real. Yeah, I think that would be the weird. The the I feel like the the twin finding his twin. So like, uh, if you're twin A, I'm twin B, and you're triplet C. I think like, uh, twin A finding twin B would be like, whoa, oh, this is weird. cool. But B B being found by twin A, I think would be weirder. And they all were all within like a hundred mile vicinity. Oh, that's of so each other. weird. Three identical strangers is what it's called. Oh, and it that was needs at, to be it a was, play. It was at Sundance last year. I want to say I watched it on Amazon Prime. Oh man, three right. identical straight. Okay, this is something we're gonna look into. This yeah, you, that sounds. You, you have to that watch. That sounds phenomenal. This. Yeah, they are born in '61, adopted as six-month-old infants by separate family, unaware. And I guess the families didn't even know. Oh, about. that's weird. I wonder then if it's just. I, I wonder if it's just the way the orphanage was practices. They just didn't keep enough records well, to do a thing. No, they they were kind of an evil orphanage because I remember. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. <laughs> evil. What? No. That is the worst super villain I've ever. <laughs> that's gonna be the villain in Avengers Five. The evil, the orphanage. evil orphanage. No, we but, just find out that Thanos but, was just like really. These, these boys, like one of the dads, was like, "I would have adopted all three Yeah, if I knew about if all I knew three. about them. Oh, that's because so especially sad. they were identical in 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 that bond that they that's have. So weird. They, they were talking about like I guess as babies, they would cry a lot, and they would always like the doctors would be like, "It's it's like they're missing something." Got like it. Old reports because they were missing their siblings. Oh, interesting. So that there's all there's kind of like latent memories of like, yeah. "Hey, I was in the womb with this thing." And this thing, like, uh, wait, I had buddies. I had buddies. <laughs> buddies. <laughs> no, but I mean, you leave no men behind. Dude, I would, I would love a twin. Wouldn't that be the raddest thing? Oh in my the god, world? that would. Okay, yeah. As triplet, finding out that you have two dudes who look exactly like you, be like, what? Yeah. We can start a squad now. 
Dude, start a real podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's it. Three three found bros. Oh my god. That would be such an insane, mind-blowing kind of like, dude, yeah. there's two people who look exactly like me, who have the same kind of probably similar thought process yeah. about things. Same kind of like, oh, why do I have this? Oh, it's because you're lactose intolerant. Oh, weird. I didn't know that. You know. And that's what they were saying. I guess when they when they met, it was like they didn't know that they didn't know each other. It was like they just, oh, hey, suddenly like I clicked and be like, oh my god, this is great. That's so interesting. Well, so what do we got here? We got the keto quesadilla. We got oh, this is they good. Look- Horrible. Uh, no, it looks delicious. It looks delicious, but they look like a mangled, gooey mess. We need a picture of it. Oh, I'm so excited. These sound so weird and 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 ridiculous. But you're right. It's just it's just cheese on, and one, meat and veggie. One more picture here. I'm, uh, I'm trying to do a little Insta story. No, here. I appreciate it. I have zero idea how to do Insta stories, but uh, I'm trying to figure out Instagram TV. Oh, okay. Um, I do want to... My there childhood smells like... Uh, more than anything, I feel like my childhood smells like... Rain, okay. Lightning bugs, and then <laughs> dusty video game cartridges. Okay. Like, uh, so I grew up in really, truly to say, I grew up in Northeast Ohio. Rain was a constant. Wait, what, where in Ohio? Solon, twenty minutes south, twenty minutes southeast of Cleveland. Okay. Okay. So I, I grew up there. Uh, I was uh, we I was born in Southern California. Okay. I lived in Utah for about eighteen months, and then I moved to I moved to Ohio, which is really where I call home. Uh, hashtag shout out Ben, my friend. He's listening probably. Uh, he will listen on Friday. He just texted me. You will listen. He will. He totally will. And I'll punch him if he doesn't. He's, uh, he's, uh, I, I just went to his wedding like a year, two years well, ago. Well, then he definitely owes you. Yeah, 100%. Like, hashtag shouting out his wife and stuff like that. Anyway, um, Northeast Ohio and stuff. But the, my, some of my most fondest memories are the just how utterly green it was. When I moved here in Utah, you realize... You forget when you've lived here your whole life, or like my wife has lived here her whole life, and so she's like, "Oh, it's you know Utah's really nice and it's pretty and it's mountains." And then I'm like, "It's not though. It's a total desert by comparison." Because when you go to the East Coast or when you go over there, it is. It's totally green. Humidity is a thing everywhere. So when I you know moved out here, I was like, "I miss all my trees and everything." So my one of my most fondest memories and the smell of my childhood is the ozone of lightning like thunderstorms oh, wow. and then <laughs> lightning bugs coming out at night and squishing them in my hands and being like you smell weird <laughs> phosphorescence has its own weird saltiness to it it's hilarious but that and then hundreds hundreds of hours in front of my sega genesis and just playing those games until my fingers bleed and like oh let's just tape them up and continue to play mario party in the your mom 64. go outside and play no my mom being like well, you're not getting into trouble, so video game, just get your homework done. Yeah. Well, they make an excellent babysitter, right? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know when I leave the house. Pretty He's much. Playing. I just <laughs> no. She can just be like, "I'm gonna go to the store now," and be like, "Uh huh, we're good. I'm just gonna." I'll be right here. Yeah. I'll just be. Uh, this is fine. This. this is Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm gonna die and then hit reset, and I'm just gonna try to play the level faster now. Yeah, yeah. This is great. childhood smell you know that smell of like that smelly smell that <laughs> smelly smell that smelly smells. sorry that's a spongebob spongebob it's weird i never got into that show <laughs> i know you did <laughs> that's why <laughs> i just never got into spongebob never i didn't catch the bug um you know that smell of like when when new mulch not like like not like manure but oh like no no like new, a garden bed yeah that gotcha. smell so growing up in south texas and like the woodlands area oh, sure. being outside that's what outside smells like because inevitably you're gonna trip and fall on your face. Nice. And so, face full of dirt, you have that face smell. Full of, face full of fresh day. mulch. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh, that reminds that me. Fresh forest floor. Yeah, kind of smell. that. And then it, that always reminds mulch always reminds me of playgrounds. We had a Ooh, bunch. Yes. We had a bunch of playgrounds like built when I was a kid. We went through kind of an economic boom, and luckily the city of Solon turned it inward and started building a bunch of parks and everything. And yeah, I remember that. I remember diving off of like flying off of swings and being like, I can jump really high. No, I can't. I'm going to fall. And face planting into the dirt and getting like it's, it's slivers like, and splinters in your eyes. But right. that like. It's that, that you hit and then you, <gasps> but you do it like quarter of an inch off the ground. So you get all the like the, the mulchy dust right in your mouth. Sure. But you're I've having too much fun to stop. Mil- so you power through. <laughs> Millipedes in my alveoli. Exactly. It's great. Right. right. <laughs> what about you? 
Tell me what you. Chris. My childhood smelled like the ocean. I grew up right by the beach. Where at? Where at? Ventura, California. Oh, right by very the beach. nice. Santa Barbara, LA, kind of right along. The, uh, and then actually, the beach as well as goat manure. We okay. had a, we had uh, probably about six or seven goats. Oh, fun. Chickens. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. Oh, so a that's lot, way a lot cool. of that. And then vitamins. My mom was always into vitamins and health food. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I say ocean vitamins and, and goat manure. Pretty sure my mother's big, that, pretty sure my mother's middle name could be Echinacea. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, no, are you talking about that that sort of like that smell? That crispy, that, salty that, that kind of taste in the back of your mouth. Ugh. From what? Vitamins? From vitamins. Or, yeah, from uh, multivitamins. Oh, yeah, that weird chalky. You're, you're a little kid and your mom gives you this big multivitamin yeah. that you get it the size stuck of in the back of your thumb. Throat. You're oh, like, and you're like, give me water. Give me water. I can't like, swallow this. The vitamins thing. are killing me, mom. The vitamins are killing me, mom. They're not that great. Like, I want to, can I chew it? No, swallow it whole. Why does that work? <laughs> I chew all the rest of my well, food. This like, doesn't make chew any sense. Chewables are more expensive. <laughs> Dude, just learn how to swallow. I know, and everyone's Sorry, mom, damn, if you're listening. I apologize. No, she doesn't mom, listen. It's fine. It's just the saddest. <laughs> I always wanted those stupid Flintstone vitamins, and we never got. Yes, well, now she's we got into the nasty the, ass. Now she's into those Dutera oils. Oh, sure. She's always coming up to our house with this big Ziploc baggie of Dutera. <laughs> She'll just sniff on this, like like it's gonna cure my problems. You know, I have this big head cold. Just sniff on this peppermint. Oh, it's gonna good get thing rid of I've it. got this oil to cure my arthritis. <laughs> yeah, that. that every, Mom, the oil is not going to cure everything. That's Trust my me, favorite. she's all putting it in capsules and oh, swallowing. Sure. No, no. That's going to kill you. Oh, no, no, no. Put it in the air, breathe it in, and it breathe will. It. <laughs> yes, that's how. That's exactly how that works. 100% of my stage 4 diabetes will be cured because I'm, uh, I've got peppermint oil in the back of my neck. No, I, I mean, I believe that, like, lavender, I do. Okay, that is nice to smell sure. before you go to bed. Sure. It relaxes Calming you. But it, that stuff's not going to cure anything. It's not going to cure anything. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Uh, anyway, sorry. Controversial sorry. opinion. I'm sorry oil. I lost all your oil listeners. Right? All your oil listeners oh, no. are gone. Perhaps oh, no. we're better off without them. Oh, sad. Young Living Oils will never sponsor us. Oh, no. Oh, damn. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Be like, They'd be wrong, too, but I'll take their money. No, yeah, yeah. that's fine. However you want to do that, it's totally okay. God, you can write that hilarious. check out, too. Exactly. Make exactly. the check out, too. I'm not saying. I will cash your weird blood money oil. Oh, yeah. oil money. Pyramid screen. Oil so, money. Okay. So this is your guys' first podcast, right? 100%. I'm sure you already have about 50 other ideas of other podcasts, mm-hmm. right? This is good stuff. What's give me one other podcast? Or uh, you don't want to share? Maybe okay. you don't want to share? No, no. no I no, have no. so I have I have actually one that I'm working on with a great friend. It is it falls under the vein of true crime, okay, mystery, missing, and things. It's called 13. It's about uh, it's uh, it's kind of like a government conspiracy story about 13 missing girls back in the 80s and everything there's some truth and some fiction mixed in with it i am keeping most of it under wraps because i'm writing it with another friend and it is i'm so excited about it because it's gonna feel it's gonna fall into the same vein as the ksl ksl podcast cold that is i swear to god sweeping this valley do you um, like that podcast i had to quit listening the audio was horrible that they played back it hurt my ears uh it was a lot i i <coughs> i'm only five episodes yeah. in so i'm not too bad with it so and you're i really enjoy enjoyment part. i'm still in the <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 you're still in the good no episode. you're just a noob and you I, haven't no, 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 i dropped off about episode eight uh i think i haven't encountered too many of bad audio there's some of the audio recordings that i'm like Okay, this well, I really you know how they're trying to play it. Up. You know how they're trying to play it, and you're like, and you're straining your ears. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. what are they saying? And you're just like, don't, don't even play don't it. Don't even play it. Anyway, yeah. there's. Anyway, uh, sorry. I really enjoy uh, the like the construction per se of the podcast. I love his the layers. Pa- I love and, his yeah. pacing. I love his involvement. So while I don't necessarily care for the quality of the clips, I do like that. Yeah. I love the real play audio. I love the interviews. I love all the little bits and structure with it. I love how he he's doing this great. He, he Tarantino'd it, right? Granted, because we already know the story, and he can't like surprise. She's actually dead all along. Sorry, <laughs> no way. everybody. I apologize. Spoiler. That was extremely <laughs> crass of me to be that way. But whatever. But it was a spoiler. It was totally a spoiler. Sorry, spoilers, spoilers, spoiler fans. Hashtag cold podcast. Hashtag cold podcast. Hashtag Susan Powell. Justice for Susan Powell. Anyway, the point is. <laughs> Um, I, I guess that had something to do with that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. The point okay. is, is that um, I really enjoy how he, you know, he kind of starts off the story with the tidbit with the end, that kind of a thing, and leads back, like, we're going to go back in time and lead into his, and his whole pacing, and really the audio is doing a great job, or the orchestral audio, the, the, the music made for it, I think does an incredible job of 
really luring and hooking you in, getting the mood, really adding ambiance to like, wow, these people are pretty emotionally messed up and just getting you like leaving you with suspense dread is something that i enjoy i'm a horror fan so really i love movies that that cover all the bases of scary jump scares psychological horror existential horror um body and gore horror and then that pure sense of like the fear of what's to come dread and so he does a great job with dread you know susan is dead but you're still like oh god i wish i could stop this i want to go back in time and fix this so i feel like as a whole it put together as a production is incredibly well done oh no yeah incredible it is and it's a good podcast Mm -hmm. i just because i talk a little smack oh no it's there's there's definitely times where i'm like what did he what did he say? Yeah. This is so badly. It's also KSL. Part of me is like, y'all can't clean this up. Well, and that's you can't that's spend the part. Some money to... That's the part I'm getting at. Is 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 I've been in their studios yeah. there, and they have amazing. Your microphone is yeah. more than I made last year, exactly. so knock it off. Like, exactly. Can't you... That's the point I'm trying to make. Is I is I would understand if it was a kid in his basement putting it together. And be but, floored at the quality of him putting it in the basement. But you're like, exactly. yes, it's definitely like, okay, cool. Y'all have a lot of money. Um, it would be great if we could see an increased quality of this podcast. I, yeah, yeah, I actually should get that guy uh, on on I am so late. Oh, he would be yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. He would be fantastic. Should we try this? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. can do this. We can slap it at the end. Should we? Should we try? No, I'm excited to try this. You want? Did you? No, did you no, third piece. Is, is it okay for me to take a bite of this? No. Okay, so we're gonna try the quesadillas now. It's delicious. I already knew it would be. Oh, it's good stuff. Really? Can I still one of those paper towels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Number one, it is a horrible greasy mouth. <laughs> Which I don't know what would change that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, more absorption. Wait, what wait, kind wait, of wait, wait, wait. You would... want that greasy, especially if we're doing keto. Sure. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, in terms of just like handling it. <laughs> um, I, of... I mean, you, you you gave me gave me crap because I was I was dabbing a little bit of it off, <laughs> and I, so I've already tried to to drain this. I've already tried to reduce, um, and I have. I, you know, I can only do so much. But, uh, yeah. Are you going to eat some of that? Okay, you know what's exciting? I'll, I'll, I'll jump into it later. You know what's really exciting is the cheese works really well as a tortilla. Really? Not going to lie. You, Bryce, you really need to have a little bite. Because <laughs> the tortilla, the cheese as a tortilla, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I feel like a kid. This is one of those things that... Are you really that scared to try it? No. It's, uh, so, ulcer. Oh. Okay. That's it. So, so peppers and spicy stuff is kind of mess with you. Uh, it can mess with me. That's why I was wondering. I was like, "Joy, you're ulcer." No, it's okay. it's okay. But you were gonna make fun of keto food. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I got some ulcer jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> isn't it nice how you can eat things and then continue on your day and not worry about? Uh, uh-huh. Isn't it nice how you can sleep on? Hey, look, side? it's hole in his stomach, boy. <laughs> this old perforated stomach lining guy. <laughs> terrible superhero. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> What does he do? He goes, ah, and he hunches over. Get and the Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> get the Maalox. Get the Maalox. Get the Maalox. No, no. Um. Okay, as a vehicle for holding other food, cheese works surprisingly well as a tortilla. And it was easy as shit. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't I that bad. I didn't believe. You didn't? You, I didn't believe. I thought it was, I don't know. I thought it was going to, I just thought it was going to be destroyed. I, I thought it would just get too crispy. No, I'm gonna. I need this recipe, and then okay. I can. Oh, make it absolutely! I think it's great. Okay, so the best part about it is, is, yeah, the edges got crispy, like when you burn cheese on a pan. The right. edges have gotten crispy, but really, the center is. It holds together. It holds together incredibly it's well. It's like a cheese. It really, we made a cheese bag. We made a bag of cheese, and we folded it in half and acted like it wasn't a bag of cheese. But, <laughs> but it's a cheese bag. No, I thought it was delicious. Oh, it was very good. And, and you can put, like I said, whatever you want. Sure. Whatever, you want. whatever kind yeah, of meat you want. Oh, yeah. I mean, Because at the end of the day, it's just a tort- you're, you're creating a tortilla out of cheese. And for how simple that was, okay, if I was making regular tortillas, it would take four times as long, right? Bread, or sorry, flour, butter, salt, yeast, water, lard. lard you got to knead it. You got to let it rise. Then you cook the, roll the tortillas out. Then you make it. This was incredibly easy. So for something that I was like, if I had other friends who were on keto and I was making this for a dinner, like, um, so I used to do, my wife and I were on Whole30 for, okay. like, for a year and a half, for a really long time, because I enjoyed, um, 
I was in a great, I was working in a gym and it was great to just like, oh, I can do this. I'm home a lot. I'm consistently making food and everything. And it was, it was quite a lot of fun. But having to go to people's homes and be like, oh, hey, we can't eat that or we're yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. It's a huge, it's a, especially Whole30 was a pain in the ass to have to constantly tell people we can't eat there because of blank. I used to be vegan, so I know exactly. Ugh, Lord. Oh, I don't envy you. And this was 20 years ago oh, when man. I was vegan. Oh, so. God, which means there was no restaurants ever. And people yeah, were like, there was what? nothing. You're insane. You you don't hear what? You're like, salad bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, fine. Cool, okay, thanks. Right. Says, anyway, appreciate sorry, it. Sorry, no, you're great. So I understand your so, pain. The, that pain, but this is something that I'm like, you know what? To accommodate somebody with this and be like, hey, we could do this. I don't know. This took, what, six seconds for you to, well, to make a cheese patty? And, I, and this is food that normal people eat anyway. It's yeah. not like you have to be on some weird no, and this, diet. Yeah, and that's what I think is actually super, which is really fun about this is that if you didn't tell me this was keto, I wouldn't know. I'd tell like, oh, this is such a fun thing. Right. I don't know. Like, oh, kids were making tortillas yeah. out of yeah. cheese. When we, okay, this like, is, we did this uh, a couple episodes ago. We did the bacon, uh, we did the tater tot waffles. <laughs> right, we took it. It was a horrible nightmare and an absolute it was, mess. But uh, we did. We put waffles into a, or you put tater tot pieces into a waffle iron and you make a waffle out of tater tots. Yeah. You squish it and you mush it and do a thing. This cheesy tortilla shell totally seems like a uncle on a Saturday morning being like, "Hey, look at what we made. This is so fun." <laughs> it's like we ran out. It's like remember as yeah. a kid when your parents would run out of something yep. that they yes. were trying to substitute. Hundred percent. Like, like, I don't know how to. We're just gonna put. Uh, we don't have noodles. We're gonna. Mm-hmm. We're gonna wing it. Yeah, <laughs> so that that's like something that my mom would be like. Hey, oh, we, sure. we 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 don't have tortillas, so we're just gonna make it out of cheese. Oh, and chicken parmesan pasta. Well, we don't have pasta, so ramen. Ramen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. It's a noodle. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> <Just enough. laughs> this is hilarious. This is a lot of fun. I enjoy the crap out of it. No, it was good. It was good. It, it was, was very good. I enjoyed it. Okay, so, so, so a rating system. We have a rating system of mm. thumbs up or thumbs down, which refers to would you make it again? Was it easy enough? Was it something that you would go to the trouble of adding to your recipe oh, yeah. book? Thumbs up. Thumbs up, baby. I agree with this, too. And not just for a keto side being like, I just do this for fun. This would be fun. Uh, I do have a question. Since I rarely cook mm-hmm. uh, bell peppers, were they oh, too raw? No, no, no. Yeah. I thought they were great. I thought they were great. Well, and you were, you were talking mm-hmm. before the recording about different types of cheeses, sharp cheeses. and So find a less greasy cheese. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, you know what? That would be so fun to experiment with I'm that. I'm worried if it wouldn't work if it wouldn't get hard enough but yeah i think it would why wouldn't it cheese melts right some cheeses do some cheeses don't i don't like i feel like like a pecorino romano kind of cheese would be too would be would be you know brittle it's so hard that it's brittle that would break apart it would not melt down like uh i don't think this would work with uh, mozzarella because I, I feel like mozzarella would be too you're right. stretchy. Okay, okay, prove so. me wrong. No, you're good. No. You're good. but no, but this is okay. Here's this the is thing. The fun part because we see these recipes and go, no. We could make this. We, we go, make no. this a little bit or better. We go, Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, I'm just wondering how you would make this to be a little less greasy, a little less fat. Oh, and I wonder less... if this is something that you could, if you did a different make it cheese. on a rack. Oh, no, that's oh, we could do that. But I wonder if you could do like fifty um, percent. So the recipe called for like. Half Monterey, half uh, like half cheddar. Yeah, half Monterey, half cheddar, and I wonder if that's it. Maybe if you did mozzarella plus cheddar, that kind of thing. Maybe if you did uh, evens it out. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe that kind of thing. One maybe. of the cheeses oh, is less oily, so but the other cheese acts as the binding. The yeah. it's, well, so it was. Uh, I went to Walmart and I was like, well, I can't find exactly <laughs> sparse pickings there, so I was like, all right, let's just get the cheddar. Nice. I know we can work with that. Work with the cheddar. Okay, so that's it. Maybe maybe cheddar's the base, and maybe cheddar acts maybe. as a binding agent to other to other cheeses. That'd be a lot of fun. So, oh, yeah. thumbs up for you, thumbs Chris. Thumbs up. Thumbs up for Two me. thumbs up. Uh, I thought it was tasty. Uh, I was delicious. I didn't have a lot. So then we do, so we do a, a negative five to positive five. Negative five being like literal human garbage. It's the worst thing you've ever tasted. Zero being like white bread, white rice, yeah. mayo. It's, sure. it's great. And then five being like, Lord, I have not had sex right. this good. Wow. That's tough. <laughs> we haven't had any fives. No, yet. we've not. We got full. We did roast beef, ba- uh, roast beef bourbon bacon sliders last oh, week. Oh, those are so which good. Were, yeah, I was actually listening to that episode. They, so the good. candied ham was hyper delicious. The rolls we got, the, the sesame. Oh, Lord. Please, guys, one, go listen to that episode uh, to boost our ratings. And, and two, go make it. It's so good. It was so good. So what, that was what, like would, a you, four. what would you rate this one? That was like a four. So this for me, this is like a three. This is really good. I was surprised with how good the cheese was. 
I would. Uh, I'm such a salt. You're okay. You're a super taster. I'm like a crap taster because I have to salt everything. I probably would have salted the cheese to give it just a little more something or other. But <laughs> yeah, that Je ne sais quoi. See, I would. I, I'm probably about the three. Yeah, three. I, I, it's I, pretty good. It's good. It's. I mean, I would definitely eat it. Yeah, it's pretty good, but I it's also not mind blowing. Yeah, I don't know if it's the most mind blowing. Nah, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid to go to four. Nah. Would you? <laughs> I see. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's like a two and a half. Maybe it's like a two and a half three. Yeah. Would you change the insides? The the the, the oh. packing? Would you? Well, and that's kind of what I mean. I would maybe try it with. You know what? Actually, would be probably really good in this is some pepperoni. Because then it would taste like a pizza. Oh damn! Okay. okay. So so instead of so this, what I'm seeing here is you could you could do whatever ethnicity you wanted. Oh, sure. You could you could just because the cheese you could put anything in there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So you could put. Oh nice. A bunch of. Oh uh, we'll Italian do we'll do cuts. that's ah oh, cold cuts. All right. <laughs> cold cuts would be amazing. Oh my god. Some sausage. Actually, you know what? Some, some no prosciutto, like doing an Italian cheese and stuff like that, and like slicing in salami and prosciutto and things. That's not a shitty idea. That's right? that sounds pretty good. Right? Okay. All right. I think you okay. should do that for another episode as a follow up. Oh no! So okay. I'll come back. For here's it. no, no. Here's what we're I'll gonna come do. Back. We'll do it for an after hours. So we have yeah. a, we have a secondary podcast. So we have the one pan podcast, which is already. But you have a secret podcast. We have a secret <laughs> podcast. Secret podcast. <laughs> yeah, a secret podcast. You'll come back for. We'll do another episode. Oh, it's po- it's the uh, one pen podcast after hours. We get a little more same feed. Same. Uh, no, it's our Patreon only. Oh, subscribers. I like. See, yeah. you're smart. Thanks. Patreon's good. Patreon. So only support their Patreon. Yeah. So we do that. We have a little bit to drink. We get a little raunchier. I edit out less jokes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so we'll do this again. We'll make some. We'll do like a cold cut episode with the keto quesadillas, and you'll come back, and there'll be a lot of fun. No, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. yeah. Okay, one your childhood, Bryce. Come on. Oh, no, I did. What I, was your yeah, was you it stank like? It was the dirt. But oh, I the could dirt. Add another one. I could add another <laughs> yeah, one. So, so growing up in Houston, yes. it's a it's a refinery city. Oh, sure. So it kind of always smells like diesel. The Astros. And so the Astros. It's not, <laughs> the Astros just smell like diesel. No. Um, no, like the smell of diesel. It, it's this weird, like, when I go by the gas station or something and a big old diesel truck takes off. Brrr, it and does, then it does the, yeah, ga- the yeah. black gas everywhere. I kind of yeah. like that smell. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's something my whole life as a young kid, just those gross trucks that just blah, the belching black, their stuff yeah, out. belching. That's a great verb for it. There's the, brrr, the like, blackness. Oh, that's where. Uh, Anytime I got hit by that cloud, I was always like. You know, <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because every time that happened as a kid, I lived when I lived in Big Bear in California for a few years. Every time that would happen with diesel trucks, I was always like, "Oh no, Fern Gully, <laughs> the the smog monster, yeah. Tim Curry." So Tim were, you, Curry. were you an Astros fan growing up? Oh, you know what? I really was. <laughs> Minute so, Mayfield, so, Nolan so, Ryan, right? He played for yes, the Astros, yes, right? yes. Craig Biggio, and uh, <laughs> so so I was also a young kid. Uh, when the Rockets were doing their championship okay. game. So Hakeem Olajuwon and all of those guys. So, like, I'm not a big sports person. No, but, I'm not either. But, 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 but I like a little baseball. The, I mean, I am the I call myself the Fairweather fan. Like, I'm not on board until, like, they start winning. But then once watched, they do, I'm on board. I just watched Fields of Dreams for yeah. the first time. <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. For the first, like, recently? Sorry, don't hate me, Chris. Yes. For the first, <laughs> like, the other night. <laughs> yes. Sir? I'm out of here. No field. Of Can't trust him. Can't trust no, you him. You know what the funny? There's a lot of movies I have not seen that are very popular movies. Not Field of Dreams is probably not a popular movie. It's not so much anymore. It was in the zeitgeist, but it hasn't. America no longer loves baseball as much as we used to. So yeah, what, it's, happened? what happened? What happened? It's Why? boring. Is, That's is the that short version. Like we have too much. We have too much to do. Watch nine it's, innings. Of- no, it, like you, you look back on like what things that people used to do, and you'd think, oh yeah, if it was winter and I had nothing to do until spring, yeah, I guess this would be interesting. Well, but, we, we didn't have these phones, right? Like think, right. think about it. Like like there was. What did we do with our lives before? I, I think more than anything we had podcast. Well, I think I wish. Okay. I think more than anything we had community. I look at the rise of technology as the big, the great distancer. The technology gave us the ability to just stay at home all the time. Before the internet, wanted to learn something new, you had to a find someone who knew about it, b a business that knew about it, or c go to the library and read about it, or, new, or a newspaper. But you had to go, you had to get up, get off your ass, and go to or a place go, and, go to the Barnes and Noble. I mean, there wasn't even Amazon. No, right. Yeah. So you had to go to the bookstore. You had to go, if your library even, didn't have it, not even really a chain bookstore. I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking like pre the '80s kind of thing. Not even really a chain bookstore. I mean, 
Maybe, I guess, whatever, Fox's books and you've got mail. But <laughs> was, you had to... I was you, so hoping. I, <laughs> I was hoping. That's your favorite movie. <laughs> right? Look. Look. Hook is my hand. No, you've got mail. Still brings tears. To oh, my all eyes. the time. No, Tom Hanks is beautiful. Meg oh, Ryan is beautiful. It's such a great thing. I want to go to the mattresses every time he says it. Anyway, uh, technology allowed us the ability to just to not have to interact. I, I don't have to interact with you anymore. Not I mean, not just the phones, but really, truly, the internet gave me the ability to like, oh, I could order that. I could call someone from the comfort of my home. I don't have to now go drive out. I could look at the picture of the thing online and. Then eBay came out and like, oh, I could find that one thing from my childhood that I love. And yeah. suddenly you'll get it. Versus going to estate sales, going to vintage stores, going out and meeting people. And you think about, I feel like people talk about baseball, not for necessarily the love of playing baseball, but the love of being a part of a community. Yeah. So I'm from, like, being from Cleveland, right. legitimately I belong to a... Long baseball heritage. A tribe. Yeah. The Indians. tribe. Yeah. Right? The Indians, that kind of thing. So... I mean, metaphorically and metaphysically speaking, baseball in Cleveland is a is a legitimate tribe. And at that point, you know, the Sox, the Yankees, the things, it was a it was a way to identify yourself. It was a way to find like <coughs> make a friend at a bar by wearing the, by right. wearing team colors and things. And yeah. what did we do like with uh, block parties and things and you know American suburbia and nuclear families? It was all about connecting with people. And I feel like. Everyone who I've ever talked to who loves, who really truly loves baseball, or who remembers baseball growing up with their parents and everything, it's not the game that they love. It was going to the game with friends, going to the game with family. One hundred percent. Having like, getting drunk in left field at Dodger Stadium. Eat the hot dog. Yes, yeah, it's the smell the grass. It's and... the whole experience of playing the game versus where I feel like watching foot, it. Yeah, versus I feel like football doesn't have that same history doesn't have that same kind of family history of like oh i went to the game with my family i went to the games with my uncle i went to the thing and i feel like baseball centers around community building of like oh yeah baseball teams in the city local games because uh field of dreams specifically where you would have pickup games in local hometowns and everything i felt like baseball was a legitimate career for a fair amount of people that everywhere it was like oh yeah to have a baseball team, to have multiple baseball teams, even in a small town, was something we right. did. There, there was always a retired pro player. There was, and and then you move down. There's three or four guys who played in college, and then there were ten to twelve guys who played real well in high school. Uh-huh. Which meant this one town had, you know, one and a half, two teams worth of people For, that you could get together. Kids and friends and things. Boom. Who do the coaches who would be excited about it? Right. Who like one guy would start the league, the other guy would start the competing league, and you had three or four teams, right. even in a small town, because it was a way to get the, you know, this is music man. It's a way to keep the boys busy after school <laughs> and not playing that pool. <laughs> that rhymes. That what, T what with it? what? That stands for T. That rhymes with P. And that stands for pool. That stands for pool. Music um. Man, so so uh, t- to that point, going to a baseball game, mm-hmm. it's a fun time. Yeah. yeah. I, every time I go, and and like you're saying, you know, the hot dogs aren't that great, and yeah. and. You know, maybe the game, everything is horribly overpriced. But for some reason, all of those bits and pieces of going, you know, the, right, the the whole of the going to the baseball game experience is actually really fun. Yeah. But watching the it on sun TV, sun goes down, you get a little right. chilly, maybe. Right. You know, or they they sweater on. they open the roof, and all of a sudden it goes from like being like kind of stuffy and humid to suddenly being like, oh, it's all oh, there's a new life in yeah. the whole, you know. That's and how you, got, you had a roof on. You yeah, know, yeah, we did, we did. They'd pop it open, and then the balls would go further because air pressure difference. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, that's seriously. That's hilarious. That's yeah, really funny. science. No, that's so funny. And I think even still to this day, going to baseball games is really about, it's about the community of going to a game and just like, just going to go, go have fun, go enjoy the thing. I love going to B's games for that exact reason. Yeah. I don't know any of the players. I don't know our team. I don't know where we're standing. I don't know how many what we've won or lost. I barely understand the rules. I just know somebody's off a bat and he's going to crack it and he's going to fly over the field and I'm going to stand and do the wave like an idiot. And you're going to hope it goes so far <laughs> and it'll be great. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm gonna have a cold beer. I'm gonna have a hot dog. Do you, do you think? Do you ever think Utah will have a major league baseball team? I think we will one day. Me too. I hope we do. One actually, day. I really kind of. I really think we. I think that's what Salt Lake should invest in. Because it goes back to the community part. I think. I think it'd be fun to have a big stadium here. I think that's one of the things that Utah could do. We swung for the fences <laughs> using baseball metaphors for the 2002 Salt Lake Olympics. Right, we really were like, we want to be on the damn map, and I think a professional sports team, like outside besides of the, NFL, the Jazz, yeah, right. besides the Jazz, I think we could really do 
because the Jazz have only done so well. And I mean, shit, the Vegas is getting the damn Raiders. We could, we could do. Come on, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm, a, I'm with you. I mean, we got the soccer, the Real soccer, which is, which it's is good. Fun. It's fun to go to a game. Once it's in fun a to while. go to a game, and they're really like, I feel like Real is putting Salt Lake on the map, and it's really bringing soccer to America. And I'm, I'm excited about everything that it's doing for the sport. Like, let's piggyback off that momentum of like, let's have because what I really enjoy about Real specifically is how fudging involved they are with the community. How yeah. often Nick Ramondo will go to like a local dealership. Or um, I used to work for my brother-in-law for a play and trade on State Street. He came and played video games with us for like four hours for a soccer turn. And it was awesome that it was like, wow, this major sports, I mean, the guy makes seven figures, stopping balls for a net, felt like, no, this is totally worth my time. This was fun. And so many kids came in and got photos and played, and it was just amazing. And I feel like a pro sports team in Salt Lake would be, you know, outside of the jazz, a baseball team, a football team, something could do incredibly well. Do you guys remember that? You probably don't because it was a bad show. Uh-huh. But do you remember that old kid show in the early 90s called Mutant League? Okay, here's the premise of the show. Okay? I have the I have the I have the Sega Genesis game. <laughs> it was a game. Oh my god! It was a game. So here's the show. Here's the premise of the show. It's in this sort of dystopian cyberpunk future, oh, where of course in the 80s we were worried about you know nuclear fallout and the mutations from that. So of course it it manifested in our fears of us all being mutant freakos in the in the future. Yeah, turning so, into communist Russians. Exactly, communist mutant. I don't communist know. Communist mutant Russians. Which, which comes first? Um. So the the premise of it was there was this league of of mutants, okay? This league of mutants, and when they would play the games, there were like no rules. So you could, you know, hurt and horribly dismember and horribly disfigure each other. But they had these regeneration tanks that they would all get into, and and that's how they regenerate. And and it's not so much that I want that level of violence. I just want some new thing, whatever the new sport is, or whatever the new spin on football is whatever that is i think salt lake would love that because we have this fantastic cyber like san francisco has kind of turned into the cyberpunk future town yeah and a lot of that's splashing over onto salt lake city i'm very surprised about what i'm seeing that gets here and like those uh what are those scooters what are those oh, uh, the, the the bird scooter yeah the line scooter yeah those like, are popping up all over exactly man. exactly and so it's just like oh, i didn't know salt lake qualified as a place to try but all right cool yeah bring it yeah yeah sounds yeah, yeah. fun Sounds yeah. good. So, so I don't know what the new thing is, but I know sports are going to have to change. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if the rules are going to have to change. I don't know if they're going to ha- have to allow more. Um, you know, uh, taking fouls out of basketball to make it more interesting, or th- those sort of things that we kick around. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but whatever the new sport is, I think Salt Lake City has to just grab that as soon as they can. I think a lot of it is just people. A lot has been the. I've heard the excuse of people don't go to games on Sunday, and a lot of sports games are on Sunday. Eh, I think that's changing. Ten years ago, I think that's sure. changing. I think people also compare because they're like, "Well, go look at a bees game." There's not a lot of people in the seats, right? Well, okay, but that's because it's the bees. Now, if there was a major league baseball right. team here, I think like imagine. The Dodgers, if they came exactly. to Salt Lake, right? Like, come on, people would go exactly. to a right. Dodger game. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's this. You, it doesn't have to already exist, mm. but you just have to. We want to go. We every time. I don't know if you noticed this about Salt Lake City. Anytime there's a new thing, it's swamped for six months. Like you can't get. Uh, that that quarters arcade. I don't know if it's still even worth going to. Oh. It's great. We were just there. The you were there. No, 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 I haven't no, no. Been yet, But the whole I haven't been able to get into it. It's swamped every yeah. time. Every time I go, which I haven't tried in the past couple of months, so maybe it's calmed down. Yeah. But every time I go, I'd be like, oh, I'd have to wait outside the door for an hour and forty five minutes. Like, no kidding, uh, huh? No thanks. I, this never happened. To but me. it must have calmed down. Uh, it must have calmed down. But still, I, I, I love how Salt Lake City is so hungry for the next, like, thing that we want to do. Like when, New ideas. Yeah, new yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was that? Uh, Topgolf? When Top that golf, opened yeah. up? Oh, man. People loved Topgolf. I don't know how popular it is now. I haven't tried to go lately. But same thing. Like, whenever there's a new thing, there's Salt Lake City a, loves it. axe-throwing thing. Have you seen that? I haven't yes. done that yet, but everybody's raving about that. It's oh, a fun time. I, My it, bachelor party's going to be that. We're going to do that, and it's going to be so fucking fun. I love that Salt Lake gets hype about shit like that, yeah. and I love that people get hype about, more than anything, I feel like people get hype about small businesses, especially that way, 
Well, Top Golf isn't a small business. Sure, either. it's a franchise chain, but still, it doesn't fit into that. It definitely doesn't fit into that kind of narrative. But Doco cookies have come here. Crumble cookies have come here. I hope those are small businesses. If not, my my argument is shit. I, th- I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I'm all excited that like when when a small like so yeah the axe throwing guys that are on 300 West or something like that they started up their thing and blew up. Yeah. I mean suddenly I mean I watched their Instagram go from like 30 followers to 3,000 really quick and I'm like shit this is the kind of stuff this is what I'd love to see is is when other people. We band together and we, we, especially with small businesses, being like, oh, my friend is opening a thing. Oh, hell yeah, I'm going to go support them. I'm, I love that. Yeah. So if you would like to uh, listen to my podcast, I Am Salt Lake, you can find it at IamSaltLake.com or however you're listening to this podcast. I'm sure it's in those outlets as well. Uh, new episode drops every week. Find me on Twitter at I Am Salt Lake, Instagram I Am Salt Lake, Facebook I Am Salt Lake, and I thank you so much for inviting me over for this. Hopefully, I can come back again. Oh, someday. Chris, it was so it was absolutely fun to have you on. I'm sure everybody's gonna love this, love the shit out of this. You can find us at One Pen Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter at One Pen Podcast, on our YouTube channel at One Pen Podcast, and our website www.onepenpodcast.com where y'all can join the shopping list. I'm going to start publishing a weekly email with some fun, hilarious, both hilarious recipes and some... You'll get goodies? Stuff. Yeah, uh, goodies. You'll get, you'll get goodies and freebies Engagement. from us. Engagement? <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it what it Let's is. Let's call it... Enga- yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to increase our traffic to our website because I'm going to you know, make you click through on our emails. It'll be fun. Join the shopping list at onepanpodcast.com. This has been the One Pen Podcast. Sometimes the food's funny. Us, not so much. <laughs>